Hi, pals! <clears throat> Hi, pals! And welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh! And now, Disneyland Paris news. The Hotel Santa Fe reopens with a new updated lobby. Live entertainment returns to Disneyland Paris with the 2021 debut of both Frozen, a musical invitation, and Rhythms of the Pride Lands. The Disneyland Railroad will once again make stops at the Frontierland Depot. Disneyland Park introduces Mickey's Halloween Surprise, a scheduled four-float cavalcade. Details have been announced for the Halloween Party Hard, hard Ticket event. Nighttime Spectacular Illuminations is set to return 21st of December. A brand new parade has been announced for the 2021 Christmas season. Guests can once again enjoy buffet dining at Disneyland Paris. That was the news. Very good. I just want to give a shout out. There's going to be people... I'm going to try not to use my hands less today. And the reason people are listening, not watching, is that Hugh has done the most amazing front drop, back drop for us of the Grim Grinning Ghost today in honour of Halloween. And I just noticed as we were setting up and didn't mention it, that there's some rather awesome character Easter eggs hidden amongst the um, pumpkins Mm -hmm. at the front. So if anyone wants to... Are there just three? I'm not uh, missing any, am I? There's actually four because the skull is actually Skull Rock. <gasps> wow. I didn't get that. I was going to say, oh, you shouldn't have told us what the fourth one was. I was going to say, if anyone wants to put in the comments what those three Easter eggs are, mm-hmm. then have a little look. Right. Um, we seem to be working all right, but please tell us if we're not. The only thing that I seem to have a slight problem with is that the live chat isn't feeding through to the big screen in front of us. So today we're going to be relying on Hugh yes. to uh, keep tabs well, on the chat. And so far, Sandy uh, says we look great. Emily says hello. Uh, the Dunn family were here earlier, but um, I'm not sure where they went. <laughs> they got bored of waiting. Anyway, let us continue straight on. On the show today, we have some... Well, we're getting into the Halloween spirit, as you can see, if you're seeing or hear, if you're listening. So we're going to be having some spooky Disneyland Paris-themed snacks and chats. We're going to discuss all the details of the newly released Christmas season. But first, there was a lot of news... A little gurgling hiccup, Lucy, then. There's a lot of news to get through, so most of today's today's discussion is going to be going through all that news. And if anyone's interested, we are all out of confinement now. I know last year, half of the team, two-thirds of the team. Last week. Last last week. week. What did I say last year? Yeah. It feels like a year. Last Halloween. Mm. Before we start, I want to... Well... I've made some snacks. <laughs> um, today is sponsored by uh, the Laughing Cow. Ooh! And um, there's, there's, I've done, I've done three types of pancake here. We've got, uh, we've got some crepes. One's um, Nutella. Mm. One's Laughing Cow. Ooh. And one's Nutella <laughs> and Laughing Cow. Wow! <laughs> so um, yeah, I can't remember which is which. This will be. The middle one seems to be both. I, I think it's this one that's both. 
No, I think it's the middle one. Yeah, the middle one definitely looks suspicious. It's oozing brown and white. My, my taste is only sort of 30% returned. So. All right, so you thought you'd test it on me, whose taste mm-hmm. is entirely returned, and he's trying to carb up after doing his run today. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher completed his first 10K race, not his first 10K, mm. but your first 10K race today, didn't you? I did. And how, how long You're right. did you do it in? The middle one's got cheese in as well. Um, how long did I do it in? I... Uh, an hour and two or something. An hour and two minutes and 54 seconds. That's amazing. That's mm. absolutely brilliant. Very proud of you, Christopher. Right. So, what well, do you think of the Nutella and Laughing Cow? It doesn't not work. Exactly. I mean, it's just cold and wet, isn't it? It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I imagine every, every Laughing Cow-based um, food in, in well, Disneyland Paris would taste. If you want, there's just a laughing cow triangle, or there's some shortbread. To which put it on, you can, mm. you can you can put some shortbread and some laughing cow together if you if you fancy. I, I could see that working quite well actually. Yeah, well we'll find out later. Well, sure. does, if we don't try it, Disneyland Paris will pretty soon. <laughs> We're here to save you. So, that. <laughs> hey, right. Go on then. Shall we? We'll we'll have more of that mm. as the evening progresses, because who knows? Let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. I've heard that said. <laughs> The Hotel Santa Fe reopens with a new update to the lobby. Now then, when I did Run Disney in 2018, I stayed at the Santa Fe. And I wasn't, I'd never vlogged before at the time, and we didn't have this podcast. But I thought, I'm going to try some cheeky vlogs. Mm. Now as it was, I'd got my technology wrong. I edited a couple that were a bit jerky, and then I didn't bother with the rest. But what I do have is loads of footage of the Santa Fe that I rediscovered recently that I am going to try and edit together as a hotel tour because I did have some quite good footage there. Mm. They're three years old, but now, God damn it, it's out of date because there is quite a lot of footage of me showing you this glorious lobby that's got like Mexican poncho-style tapestry things on the wall and it's got these weird little stick men that are made out of beads and wire and um, a little sort of like museum artefact things. They've all gone. I want to stay there. Do you know what's there instead? What? Pictures of cars. Not vehicles. Pixar's cars. Why? So all the Mexicana has kind of gone. Now, to be fair, it does actually look really good. Yeah. It is one of the budget hotels which tend to be more child-themed mm-hmm. anyway rather than get going for the deluxe model. And I think if you didn't know what there was there before, you were taking a six-year-old, you'd That's be the like, thing, isn't it? this is brilliant. Hmm. With this IP overlaying that they seem to be doing across all the parks, um, if it's not there, you don't go in and go, oh, I, I thought there'd be like cartoon characters on the walls. What's going on? Mm. But the other way around, where you go in and all of a sudden you've got uh, the um, contemporaries got uh, Incredibles in the room and like Edna Mode on the pillow. All of a sudden then I'm going, why is that there? See, you see what I mean? The other way around, it's not as uh, it's not as it's not as objectionable. Mm. I don't go, oh, I expected there to be princesses everywhere and in the wallpaper and stuff. Mm. So I think it's the wrong way around. Now, I really do. To be fair, with the Santa Fe, they have. I'm taking a cardigan off. I suddenly got hot under these lights. I don't know. What if it makes cardigan? Sense. You're just a floating okay. head. I'm, yes, I'm getting rid of a layer of marble. Um, yeah. It, we, the, it's very heavily themed to cars already, both outside and inside. They've got the traffic cone lamps 
Um, they've got artwork in the rooms. And I, I stayed there and I actually preferred the rooms to the Cheyenne and I love the Cheyenne. I found the grounds a little sparser. But I really do feel like this is the perfect budget hotel for a seven, eight-year-old boy kind of thing who's really into cars, favourite film, they'll absolutely love it. And in that to that clientele, the lobby just wouldn't have meant anything really because it's got, I won't say highbrow, but it was a bit kind it, it was... It was just a bit, it was a bit cultural. It was a bit cultural when the rooms and the grounds have gone away from being cultural and have gone to be more cartoony. This is one of the few instances where I actually think they might have improved it a bit. Mm. Not improved it to my taste, but I think, I think it's a better decision to do this. But it, it is just a sign of how things are going where it's more IP and less um, unique theming, I think. Mm. Getting very used to it, aren't we? Mm. Natasha wants us to sing Grim Grinning Ghosts. I'd love to sing that, uh, which is more than they did on Blooming Muppets Haunted Mansion. I said last week, <laughs> shall we learn the harmonies for Grim Grinning Ghosts? And Natasha will know that I am useless at harmonies. I bet you two could do it without I, I recorded it as a jingle, didn't I? But it was yeah. specifically about lockdown at the time because I, I got oh, on yeah. board the whole lockdown song. <laughs> lockdown thing, parody I songs. Um, so I can't play that either. Natasha sent us through some footage of uh, the Marvel Hotel, um, <coughs> which we'll, we'll, uh, we'll look at maybe next week, maybe. Just, you know, just keeping you updated, Natasha, but thanks for that. I haven't seen it yet, Bob's Natasha. Here. He's, gonna, he's promising to, well, to show me, and I was, then we will discuss it next week. When, it, mm-hmm. when she WhatsApped it, I was asleep, so I didn't really look at it myself either, but I've saved it to my OneDrive. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Bob Sangle's here, he says, sorry I'm late. You will be, Bob. We've got no Mark C this week. He's, uh, <coughs> he's riding trains, apparently. Driving trains. Driving Sorry, trains. yeah, not riding them. Mm-hmm. Mm. You said you wanted to stay there, Hugh. He's, he's riding. Driving. He's driving, he's driving. Driving, driving trains. I, not riding, driving. I interrupted you when you said, I want to stay there, and you looked as if you Only because I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I, That's it. I think we should next time. I think you would like yeah. it more than you think. It's a budget option, which yeah. is good. I mean, you're not going to get... Like, even like... Um, uh, Coronado Springs, like you know, uh, in Florida, we, we don't talk about that one much. But like, we almost stayed there, didn't we? Uh, on one of our multiple cancelled trips. Uh, but even though like people don't talk about that, it's still got that theme in. But uh, Santa Fe, I can't imagine it's like it's got that level of theme in. Uh, it'll just have a hint of it, won't it? Where it'll be just enough for me to go. Eh, it's all right. I imagine we, we got lost there because it's vast, and Is it? we were going. I think I've said mm. before that we went to eat there. Yeah, but. You're on the dining plan, weren't you? Yeah, we were on the dining plan, we were eating there. And we went into the the car park, I guess. Um, It's all a car park. Yeah, but we went in from the back, so we walked over the river and then in in from from Cheyenne, basically. Mm. And from there, to actually get to the entrance, it's like a maze. Yeah. It's it's really difficult. It was pitch black and very hard to see where we were going, Mm -hmm. so automatically didn't like the place. While we've got onto a Santa Fe discussion, for anyone who might stay there or has stayed there or... Pricing up trips and thinking, what's the difference here? When you're at the Cheyenne, you've got that main street that goes down the middle and then the car parks are behind and away. Mm. When you're in the Santa Fe, there's lots of, there's maybe, I don't know, eight to ten buildings, maybe even more. But each one, the cars are parked adjacent to that building. So if you're walking through the village, as I suppose it would be, you're just walking from small car park to small car park to small car park. There are some nice 
courtyards with cacti and they've got like a, a mock volcano thing and a, a few little features like that but I did just think this is mainly car parks Um like I say I didn't prefer the grounds but I did prefer the rooms mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at the end of the day how much time do you spend chilling in the grounds at a Disney hotel yeah, not, not there you know I, I don't think you're gonna well, so, we spend quite a long time chilling in the ground getting quite stressed yeah. out in the grounds but yeah it is like it is <laughs> stress in the grounds. it's because there's loads of thin paths that go all through all these little that's things that's it yeah there. it's very difficult to remember where you are mm. Mark with a Q says uh, it's the best overlay we've ever done I agree however I do have a bit of feedback that <laughs> I think Lucy should have been Madame Leota. I think that could have been quite cool. I should have been. How would you get me in a... Easy, Lucy. I'd save it as a PNG. It'd be fine. <laughs> Preserve the transparencies. It'd have been... You're right, Chris. Okay. And, and I think... It would have been so easy to do. I think we could have got some colour into her as well. We could have made her that, that nice sort of... What is it? Greeny? Greeny? Is it purple? I can never think. Well, whatever. We could yeah. have got some colour in anyway. Yeah. As well. Yeah. yeah just, just to make it... Next complete. time. And hi Claire to the, uh, as well. Um, uh, uh, a lot of people, are, a lot of people are apologising for being late. That's, oh, that's, that's okay. We like, were late. We were, late. No, no, no. We were bang on time, Chris. We, we weren't. We were. Oh yes, we were. <laughs> we were. Listeners, we we were. Okay. <laughs> Live entertainment has returned to both Disneyland Paris. <gasps> uh, has returned to Disneyland Paris with Frozen musical invitation. Now this is good. I enjoyed this when we went to see it, but it's also bad because that was a selfie spot and it was one of those selfie spots that worked really well because it had a good queue and Mm. it had a good sort of through traffic thing and then you went out the other end, you met Olaf. So they've lost a selfie spot, but they've gained a show, so to speak. But then we've also got Rhythms of the Pride Lands. Rhythms of what? Oh, yeah. Rhythms of the Pride Lands. Did you say that the first time? I did. Okay. I'm definitely very, very careful. <laughs> I also we're reviewing Muppets Haunted Mansion later on, and Correct. I looked it up today <laughs> to find out whether was there was a the and whether there was a plural or a possessive. The, I thought I'm a bit, you will be dinging me if I get. I'm a bit annoyed you did because I brought this uh, especially for it. <laughs> especially for me getting the title wrong. Yeah. Okay. There's still so, time. <laughs> rhythms of Rhythms of the Pride Lands um, has come back along with its guaranteed access that we discussed last week. We now see it in action. Um, it is the cent- front central portion of the theatre, obviously, because these are rich people that get it. And they also get seated first. Um, now, I'm hoping that if they're seated first and they haven't sold all those seats, when they finally start to filter everyone else in they will fill those seats. Mm. The photo I saw had the area marked out and it didn't look full. Um, This was before other people came in. Now, whether people hadn't finished arriving or whether they hadn't sold them, I don't know. I'm, like a lot of these paid things, I'm praying for failure. I think the the rest of us will benefit if it is, if it fails for Disneyland Paris, fails to make the money or it's not as popular as I think. I don't think it'll go away now because even if 10 people are paying it, that's 150 euros they're getting, isn't it? But the more theatre that is given aside for non-paying guests, the better. Well, Mark, Mark is singing praises of rhythms of the Pride Lands. Is he? Praises yeah. of rhythms of the He says, Pride it's excellent in capital letters. Now... Interestingly, I was thinking about this today. We didn't see it live. The option they gave... Oh, you you were watching the theatre in the studios, didn't you? Mm, Was it... Just all the years going to one, was it 2019 that we went when it was the first year that was on? Is that right? 
Um, but yes. they were having big capacity issues and the studio theatre was empty at the time. So what they did was they did a live feed into the studio theatre, thereby doubling the capacity. I, I feel like I saw it live. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, it's... <laughs> really. It in your a, memory, you, you don't necessarily remember it in 3D, do you? No. <laughs> Um, and it's a, it's a massive screen that they put on there. I don't think it's IMAX sized, but it's bigger than a cinema. So it does feel quite immersive when you're in it. Um, but I, it wasn't my favourite show because I've seen Lion King the musical. Well, like I always say, I've seen like four or five different mm. variations of this show now and they, and they put it into other shows. And uh, Does it have Circle of Life in it? Yeah. Of course. Really? Does Do you know what though? Have someone wailing earth when you're... I, I haven't seen the Lion King show. But I kind of feel like I have. You are seeing it next We're March. going to see it, yeah. We are, our friends in it. And uh, Rhythms of the Pride Lands was a good potted version of it, I think. It was good. The thing that I was thinking is, one of the best Disney shows I've ever seen was Forest of Enchantment that was there. And it was so unique. And it was crafted for that theatre. And I'm mourning the loss of that a bit. And I don't know if it'll come back now they've taken the pillars out and things. Mm. Um, Sandy's yeah. saying, uh, I've seen a lot of people online, first-timers, she adds, um, automatically paying to see the show because they don't realise, or it's not made clear on the booking, that it's available for free. Yeah. Clever that. <laughs> I don't think there's any cast members jumping to correct them either. Shady you know. Uh, I can imagine... Um, it's uh, it's very difficult because, I mean, the reason that they're able to pay for it is because it was really hard to get into that theatre. Like I said last time, you're queuing for the show after the show that's about to start because it's that busy. Mm. But the more, pe- the more seats that are given to this paid option, the longer that queue is going to get for people who don't want to pay it. It's a really... And then... You, you end up paying it because the queue's so long and then they realise that they're making money. So then it's only 200 seats at the moment. Will it go to be 400 seats that are paid? Will it go to be 500 seats, which would be half the capacity? If they can sell that many, they will do. Mm-hmm. And then it's... I don't know. I well, Let's see. Let's wait and see. Can I just say, um, I've just had a bit of the laughing cow pancake. Yeah. Um, yeah. You might have seen me... Uh... <laughs> Gipping. Just slightly. Um, I would like to say... Is it because the crepe's cold? Without, no, no, it's not. I mean, there's a sweetness of the crepe that goes with the with the mm, laughing cow. The sweetness of the crepe. But laughing cow and Nutella goes better than just laughing cow on its own. And again, really? I, I think that might be something else in Disney that, that they're going to learn quite quick, is don't do not do laughing cow on its own. And it's so, no. It's, it's no dairy Put it with diced no radishes. That's yeah. what everyone I, wants. I've never had it until today, and uh, even though, like I say, my uh, taste hasn't fully returned... Uh, from what I could figure out, it was a, uh, a a more tasteless version of Dairy Lee. Yeah, well, it's Philadelphia light, but um, I don't mean light. I mean like light. Mm. <laughs> I'm just gonna go for a triangle though okay. to get the get the that's, full get the full effect. That's there. how I used you want to, me able to eat talk it as a kid. The rest of the show. Oh, as a kid, I used to peel yeah. it open and just I'll be, like, be claggy. Like that. Yeah. yeah, it's very difficult to eat as well compared to Dairy Lee. It's a lot sloppier. <laughs> so, so um, oh, and now that we've got the Frontierland Theatre back open and doing shows, we also have the Frontier uh, train station, Frontier oh. Depot, Ooh. Frontierland Depot. I realised it was called today, and you have that um, strange little sort of barn area opposite 
it as well, where they sometimes do little pop-up shops and photo opportunities. And Ooh. I don't know if there's anything going on there at the moment. We, ne- we never go up there. Well, not if there's not a show on, that's the thing. Well, the station's been shut both times I went. There's no, no need to go that far. I forgot there was even a station up there. Mm. thing is, sometimes, though, even if there's nothing to, worth going um, for, <coughs> it's just nice to go have a, a wander up some, like one of those little pathways just, mm. just to re- mm. remind yourself what's what's up there. A little explore. I hope the chat's going mental. Oh. What? I'm going to play this Halloween music for a second just because uh, I, I did it in <coughs> last year. It's just a bit of fair. It's quite low in the mix underneath, so it's not like you can really hear it. Um, so what else we got? Uh, I'm going to ruin the illusion now. You should have gone underneath. <laughs> anyway. That's possibly one of my favourite ones that I've done. It is one of my favourite ones that you've done. Uh, Natasha was saying uh, to her mum, they saw the Lion King show a few times when it was at the Discoveryland Theatre, the place where you can now get Star Wars burgers. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that was um, that was years and years and years ago. You know, there's rock work on the side yes. for inexplicable reasons. Yes, that's why it was oh. for the Lion King and show. And the, the Tarzan show you're talking about? Did we see the Tarzan show? Oh, we saw the Tarzan show. Yeah, we did. At um, Chap- back when it was Chaparral. I remember that guy swinging around. Yeah, and then they did like um, you know the gorillas. Mm-hmm. That one. They did like a. Stomp. That was one of your top five songs. It was. They did um, a stomp thing with um, crockery on the back. You know, they had people dressed as monkeys. It was really, it was a really good show. Was that? Mm. And also, while we're on the subject, we also saw a Mulan one at the Hyperion Theatre, um, which was just uh, Chinese gymnasts doing. Was that in two thousand two? I think it was with my mum when I saw the Mulan one. So I was probably in the nineties. We saw something there. It'd be late nineties. Or it might have been still been there. I think it was the Mulan show. Um just the Mulan the show. Running up poles barefoot. They've done some brilliant shows there. While we're talking about that, mm. it doesn't appear that they're bringing back uh, Mickey's big band this Aww. year. It's not advertised. We really enjoyed that, didn't we? Is that it's where just... he plays drums? Yes. Oh I would really want to see that. It was, it was I remember it was um, one of the characters sat on the piano and the pianist looked very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> he did uh, because um, I think he knocked over the uh, the music his music stand or something, and he he, he just he, he gave him like a wry look, like you know, come on, guys. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. uh, but yeah, it's a good it's a good Christmassy. I mean, just a big band Christmas Christmassy show. What what's not to like? This no, is the thing. It's it's not a good show. to mention it in the same breath as the Tarzan show and the Mulan show that were gymnasts and production value and things Cirque du Soleil style things. It wasn't a good show in that respect. It was a big band, three tap dancers, and m- mini singing blues. It was, you know. You knew one of the dancers. I did know one of the dancers. I did. I get about. Um, and <laughs> Mickey on drums. It was just a really good, entertaining half hour, basically. Right, where's that taking us? Bob says trashing the camp. Correct. Five, trashing the camp. Five Thank points. You. What? Could you not remember it? I couldn't remember the name of it. And I do know the oh. name of it. I was just having a moment. Oh. oh, we used to do a quiz, didn't we? Do you remember that? Yeah. I used to run it. some amazing titles for next time we do one as well. Well, no, I planned plan some amazing titles. I need to get Hugh to draw them first. Oh, is it, is it going to be back of the napkin thing for Hugh? I've already shown you that. Oh, is yeah, it? I, I well, just sketched drawing of it. Yeah, you did. This, this Halloween uh, setup, I only remembered to do it this morning. <laughs> yeah. And I had it. It shows. You know, <laughs> rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. 
Yeah. What's right. next? Okay, what's on, next? On the docket. On the docket is um, we've got details of the after hours Halloween. Oh. Someone's saying Chris is Chris is your mic on. I don't know. Is it not on? Oh no. Is Hello. It? Hello. Situation. Yeah, my mic's on. Has it has it been has it been quiet for long? Interesting. I am a bit further away from it than usual, so maybe I'll just knock myself up a little bit so that I'm picking up a bit better. There you go. So In your ears. We've got <clears> details <throat> of the hard ticket Halloween party that happens on the thirty first of October after hours. Now, I struggle to find out or remember. If this had been confirmed before this week that this was happening, I don't think it had had it. I think this this artwork and this announcement this week was the announcement. It was Monday, yeah, it was Monday. Yeah, so we didn't already know that was going on, did no. we? Right. Lucy um, <laughs> really obviously stopped to check, her, look at her phone. Then there was a buzz, and then she stopped talking and looked down for about five seconds. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, this is what we know. This is the details that have been released so far. There will be decorations, fog and light. Fog? Yeah. Fog? They're wow. Gonna, they're going to pump in some fog. Excellent. Yeah. I'm down with that. I, I like it, but like... If they can have Do some... they mean smoke machines? If, yeah. yeah. I've never if heard a smoke can... machine being like pointed out. There'll be fog. Oh, Come on down. I'm ex- Honestly, that alone kind of sells me on it. To go into Disneyland Park after dark and have some spooky, maybe green and orange up lighting and then have the hub with smoke and fog in it I'm like yes 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 but the thing about fog, uh, about smoke machines is that they, they smell like um, te- teenage discos don't they it just <laughs> yeah. smells like teenage disco that smell does take me back to well, well actually um, yeah discos and, and musicals yeah oh yeah yes yeah school yeah. musicals because you always had to have a smoke machine. Didn't matter what show you were doing, you had to have a smoke machine. We had it in producers in Huddersfield, didn't we? Mm. We did. Because I remember one night uh, in dress rehearsal, my throat just completely seized up because of the smoke. It just went. Yeah. Whereas yeah. mine waited until the matinee on the last night to completely go. <laughs> oh, oh god, it was awful. There's also selfie spots. Oh. Um, how, how are you going to take a selfie in the like, fog? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Halloween floats. Uh, a Mexican fiesta in Frontierland and a dance party in Discoveryland. Reveal your villain final show in the hub. Um, a skeleton party with Max and Goof and Captain Hook Pri- uh, Pirate Academy. Now, Max and Goof. I like him, Max and Goof. Disneyland like Paris do like Max and Goof. They do. There's there's a lot. In fact, I can think of. Three different seasons, in fact, four. Where the like when they did the um, fan days thing, Max and Goof were like the central parade characters. It was parade with Max and Goof. Then they did the Christmas thing, and it was Goofy's, whatever that was. Mm. Goofy's, let's throw some presents around in front of Tower of Terror. I I think of Max and Goof as like a Christmas thing, just because we watched. Uh, mm. What's that, Mickey's? Christmas, Christmas. Uh, thing. Uh, yeah. uh, Once Upon a Christmas. Yeah. You see, that's rubbish, but I'm really nostalgic <laughs> it for rubbish. it. No, no, but I, well, I just, I really liked How it. Do you, do you remember when we watched it with Bonnie and um, uh, Pete was asking where his presents were and then he got loads of snow or something dumped on on top of him and Bonnie went, there's your presents. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was that last year or was it two years ago who knows Chris Max and Goof (laughs) I don't know Max and Goof did a dance party this time that we've just come back from while we were queuing up for Marvel but 
Um, I, it didn't have a title because everything was unannounced at the time. They didn't want people congregating particularly. So, yeah, they really do like a bit of Max and Goof. Mm. Bless them. But that sounds... Oh, and I believe that there's going to be treats given out as well. Can, candy stops. Oh, I hope they're those little jelly beans that they do that have got a little bit of a fist to them. They're amazing. A fizz. A fizz. Just oh. a bit of that. Jelly I said, beans. I thought you said fizz. I thought he said fizz. Like, I'm like, what? A fist? Like, a, like a, they're packing Smack a punch. Yeah, they're no, a punch. You're not a big fan of this party, though, are you, Chris? Um, <laughs> I love it. Every time we Come get, on now, Chris. Every time we get to talk about Halloween, um, I, I tell this, tell my story. I come out with my story. Here I am. This is my story. We got booted out of the park. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't just like, right, come on, it's time to close, so we're going to go. It was... Here's all the people that are coming in for the party. You're not welcome here anymore. Mm. And they just gradually close the park off and steer you out. Yeah. Yeah. Round the back of everything. Mm. This way, peasants. They, they just they, basically they closed off um Fantasyland and so and then shepherded us round the back to Discoveryland. And then they shepherded us round round the back again to um to the top of Main Street to get mm. out. Same vibe if you haven't paid for a fast pass. <laughs> and then you just go in the peasants' queue. That's the kind of vibe. I get off it. But it's, it's ludicrously busy as well at that time. Um, yeah. So yeah, So in answer to, uh, to Mark's earlier question, because he was asking if any of us have ever been to a Halloween night. No. no. And I did, I think we did a Disney bucket list a while ago, and one of mine was I'd like to go to, to a hard ticket event, be it New Year's Eve or Halloween or some of the others that they do periodically and they do AP events. I just, the, the kind of the buzz and the exclusivity, but you do often get... Like like these shows that no one else would see, the one-offs. I would like to go to them. But I also, I see the downside for regular day guests. And I'm a big, I'm a, a big socialist when it comes to people paying for the park ticket. I'm like, everybody should get the same thing. And they do, you pay the same, but they mm. chuck you out at five, don't I, they? Yeah, I, I do think, though, that the, I got the impression that on Halloween and on the 1st of November... There are an awful lot of people who are local to the park who, who frequent. Yeah. And a lot of those are the people that go to these events as well. Um, but you, you could see that, couldn't you? It'd be a great social thing. Every year, you mm. go and do Halloween at, at Disneyland. Oh, fantastic yeah. Things. I, I can see how that, that would work. Well, I mean, if you think of the teenagers around here going to Leeds Fest, for example... Mm. Every year, I have five or six pupils who are, who are going to <laughs> five or six pupils who are going to Leeds Fest. But I can imagine living near Disneyland Paris and being a similar age, and that being the thing you do, that ticket being the thing you ask your mum and dad for for Christmas. I bet the station isn't covered in mud the day after. Yeah, though, yeah. Like it is in Leeds. <laughs> a little um, more civilized. Let's start with this one. Reckons they should give out laughing cow candy. I think they should just give out the triangles. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing them down from the train station, you go, poking kids. your eye out. Have a sponsored treat. Um. So there have been other things like we. I did a breaking news earlier today, and they said there will be more Halloween floats about in the park, but they made it sound like there was still going to be cavalcades. What they've got now is like a mini parade. Um, it's four floats. It's a three little pigs harvest float. The poo on the haunted barn. And these are the these are the official things. The poo on the haunted barn sounds like a melodrama. <laughs> the the poo on the haunted barn. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. The, all these floats have got official names, and I don't know what they are because I was just looking at photos of them. So these are my descriptions. Winnie the Pooh in the haunted barn. 
Minnie on the cornucopia one and Mickey in the haunted house. Yes. Okay. So those are the four that we've got for this like mini parade. And importantly, Don't this is what's... more than that anyway when I saw Apparently it. there was seven. Were there? But I don't know, you know when they have little, because I know they used to have little people in tr- on the trikes. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't you, know if that's counted no, no, no. as a... I thought you meant there was a seven themed float where, Go- <laughs> where Goofy's what's going... What's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> Would they still have had Maleficent on the Halloween one? Don't recall. Right. Um, (laughs) Sorry. What's kind of important about this is they are scheduling scheduling the time. It's 5.30 daily. And what that means is that people are congregating. And sure enough, there were photos on social media today of at five o'clock people sitting on the curbs en masse. Now, what I should have mentioned at the beginning of this episode, really, is the reason we've got so much news this week is that social distancing has officially ended so up to now Yay, it's, modus, it's over modus operandi to get as f- to not have people congregate and now it's like fill your boots breathe on each other's necks nobody cares so everyone still has to wear masks in all areas you still have to do your health pass but you don't have to social distance so this is what's bringing about these changes so that's that's quite massive that's a scheduled parade and also they're still doing the cavalcade of um, Maleficent's Dragon, but there are uh, three times a day, but they're also advertising that time as well, so people are congregating for that as well as opposed to it being random. So, I, I mean, that's it. That's Business as usual. Yeah. Some great video of people scraping the stickers off the floor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, what a great job that was. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like guests. Oh, yeah, no, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Like, they do look to have done the, quite a good job. I'm though. keeping that. Get some money on, yeah, on that. Cast members are like, come on, come and help us out, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll give you some magic. Some some. Uh, I was just worried all the floors would be wrecked, but it they, they look to be coming up decently enough. Yes, I think. Yes, they're going to leave that like dark patch underneath, like when you take a picture down off a wall. Yes. Are they started taking perspex down. Do we know any of this? Mm, I don't on think like, so. I've not heard anything on of the it. boats even. I don't think so. Oh. I don't That'll know. That'll be the next thing, yeah. won't it? Yeah. Um, right, I've kind of lost my place. Ma- Mark Riley said in the chat, in uh, in his honest opinion, DLP needs more facilier roaming the shadows, and that just made me think and get quite excited, but the conversation had moved on. Wouldn't it be good if they did some lighting stuff where they could just have shadows of the villains appearing in different places against the mm. walls and stuff? With projection cool. mapping now, just that would be so easy for them to do. That's a just big random good things idea. at different times of the day. How cool would that be? Anything like that. Do it, Disney. Or, or bring another IP for something. That, 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 whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> I should have mentioned that uh, that parade is called <clears throat> Mickey's Halloween Surprise. Surprise! Surprise! There's only, <laughs> there's only three floats. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Right. Next on... I feel cynical today. I'm sorry. I'm not usually this cynical. When Chris first came, he said he, he was high on the endorphins. Maybe they're wearing off now. I have been expecting a crash. It hasn't mm. quite happened yet, but my knee is killing me from sitting down, I have to say. I mean, I don't have a knee because I'm just a head, but you understand. Your plinth. My plinth. <laughs> Chris's column is hurting. <laughs> right. Um, nighttime spectaculars, i.e. Illuminations, I thought I'd written down illustrations then, I hadn't. Illuminations mm. is set to return on the 21st of December. So right up to the nose 
of Christmas there. We've just got the final week of Christmas. But again, that's people congregating at a set time. So, I mean, France are doing all right, aren't they? Tappy. <laughs> France are doing okay, aren't they, with their COVID numbers? They seem to I be, think. yeah, yeah. Well, all of Europe, Germany had a big spike, didn't they? Um, last week. Oh, did they? Their, their numbers up to up to seventy percent in one day, but that still doesn't come close to what's going on in the UK. At the moment, no, so. where it's a disaster. Do you know? I'd like to be smug, uh, not smug. Uh, yeah, smug about like being well. We've been careful, but we managed to get it. Yeah, we've oh, we've, all, all, we've all, all had it, it now. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Know if he, I don't think you've caught it off me either. No, no, no. no. no, no. But that's how careful we've been Le- at the 37 Disney Street house. Yeah, we, we've we got it elsewhere. stayed to our own wings of the house. I definitely got it at work. because. Uh, and several have been <laughs> off in Bonnie's class with half, it. Half of the, mm-hmm. my people at work got it. Um. So, yeah, so the, the, the fireworks are returning. That's the next big frontier. But one of the <sighs> most exciting things that has been announced is <sighs> there is to be a brand new... Christmas parade for the 2021 Christmas season. Um, it starts on the 13th of November and runs to the 9th of January. Ooh. This is huge. Mm. I was not, I don't know about you guys, I'm, talk, I'm talking myself, myself, myself. I was not expecting a new parade of any kind I was. for any season, were you? No. All right. Um, This year, we did discuss what we thought was going to happen for the 30th because they had a new parade for the 25th and I said it's too soon. And you were right because they've already said, haven't they, that that the other coming back. It costs a lot of money. Uh, I mean, paying for the creatives behind it, like for a composer to write a new... We've gone jerky, just so you know. Sorry to interrupt. The pit have gone jerky. I apologise for that. Hopefully you can still hear us. For a composer to write uh, a new tune and then you've got to build seven or eight floats, you've got to costume all those people, um, you've got to create it, you've got to rehearse it. I mean, that costs a lot because they have to close the park at certain times, they have to do nighttime shifts to rehearse the technology and things. A new parade is a huge deal. Mm. And to just spring this on us with no leaks... From what I could tell, I didn't hear a whisper of it. This is absolutely fantastic. Now, we don't know a lot. We do have some artwork that I think I sent to you, Chris. It doesn't yes, show us it. it doesn't show as much. This is just promo material. There you go. We vanished, but we are still here. That's okay. So it's princess heavy, but the princesses have all had a bit of a of a a makeover, as it were. They've um the costumes have been reimagined in the winter style, as they often are. Um, there just keep we clicking go. through. Yeah, yeah, keep clicking through. Keep clicking through. There, we've got stitches on there. We've got this giant sort of train present thing. Mickey and Pluto, as you would imagine. It's all very magical, but it shows us very little. And there's the big man himself. Santa will be there. Now, I'm going to come back to talk. In fact, just... <gasps> oh, that's okay. Um, I love this one. This is one where you can sort of see the most. You've got Tinkerbell in a reimagined costume because she's got a little white fur bolero and a sort of tutu costume as opposed to the little wiggle skirt that she usually wears. Okay, that's all right. Chris and I were just wondering whether to... Oh, that's that same picture again. Whether to ding a bell. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Bolero. <laughs> what did I say? You said well, bolero. that's what you said. What's wrong with bolero? Well, well, I, 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 I thought it was a bolero. But bolero. isn't bolero a piece of music but the clothing item's a bolero? Oh, maybe it is. I, I think they're both bolero. 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, Chat, please. We might be owed a, a bell ourselves. Yes. Yeah. It's funny though. Two against one. I think we must be right. I don't. Um, that's the most different costume. That's Snow White. I don't think facially oh. she's a great Snow White, but I do like what they've done with that Rude. to winterize. Mm, yeah. No, she's a very beautiful girl, but she's um, quite almond shaped. More of a bell. Yeah. Is that it? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, now, that's all of them, isn't it? Shall I go back? Have you, do you want to see anything else? Just so bring no, it back on the screen. You can bring, bring us back. They're nice pictures, though. They are. They're mm. very, very festive. They yeah. very much get you in the mood to go. Everything's twinkly, it's sort of twilighty, it's beautiful. Now, what's different about this is the Christmas <clears throat> show has always gone, I think, um, sorry, parade, not show, has always gone three times a day, but in the day, daylight, daytime. This one is going twice. It's going once during the day and then once after dark. And they are going to stop the parade at Town Square to do the tree lighting ceremony. So Santa's going to get off his um, float, do the tree lighting <laughs> ceremony. Sounds like he's going to have a skin fault. Yeah. yeah. Santa's off, off his the, float. Off the wagon. Absolutely. Well, I, I thought it meant like, but Santa, get off, your, get off your, your big float and light that tree up. And I believe that from what I read, the princesses and the Fab Five are going to help him. I don't know how much help he needs to light this tree, but they're going to help him light the tree, get back on the float and go. Now, it used to be a separate show, did the tree mm. lighting ceremony, and they light up <clears throat> all up and down Main Street. It's very, very lovely. Um, but I'm just wondering about crowd control, because when we saw it, it, it takes place in Town Square, and the entirety of Main Street from the Emporium to the Hub is just a block of people. So how are they going to deal with seven floats in that area when they're doing that? Mm. I, I don't know. And presumably people will be watching the parade from the side and then follow it down. It's going to be interesting. I think it sounds very magical and they're very experienced in this. I don't doubt for a second it's going to be really successful and great I'd just be interested to see how logistically they do it yeah mm. and I, I see what you mean see what I was saying but mm. you know they've obviously thought about it yeah. but it'd be interesting to see how they've thought about it they have um, people in the office who are guest flow managers who just <clears> know how to how people think and move and flow so I'm sure that they've got this got this working Um but yeah, that's as soon as I started reading details about this, I was like, oh, I really want to go for Christmas now. Really, really, really want to go. But I, mm, it's looking doubtful. No money in the quaffers. So that is mega exciting. Now then, what did I miss? Oh, buffet dining is back. <sighs> that's great. It is good. I do like buffets because I like to pay in advance and then leave that's my favourite thing about buffets is not asking for the yes. bill not dealing with waiters and you know they come and say are you ready to order and then you say oh no just one more minute and then they disappear for 20 yeah, oh. yeah. No, I know that. all that kind oh. of thing but I used to love buffets but after Covid I'm going to be watching every dirty little scrote fondling the tongs yeah no you're not bothered no, I've had it now, so um, I've, I've at least got a few months to yeah. get it again. Yeah, we're, you're you're going to be the dirty little scrote, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. well I, I um, Little today posted a thing on Facebook saying like, what would our bakery section say if it could talk? And I said something about, um, uh, someone said it's disgusting, and I said yes, because I saw a kid picking her nose. Oh, God. Then picking up two croissants and putting them back. Oh. So I don't go anywhere near those self-service tongue uh, 
bakery things in a paper bag. I just I think it's disgusting. It's gross. <laughs> it's how it's we build a resistance to things. That's the way I look at it. I guess so. Like yeah. an, an, an inoculatory little bakery. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> they are they a fairly decent value for money. Well, in the sense that you know what you're paying before you go in. You mm-hmm. can eat your fill. They're a very convenient option for the whole family. So I think in a, it's a it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. All in all. All in all. And there's some yeah. good ones. There's a, if you're going to go to buffet restaurants, Disneyland Paris is the place to go. Yeah, it's less wasteful as well than family style. Because family style, they just bring you a bit of everything, <laughs> don't they? And bring it again and again and again. If yeah. You I, I, I quite I, like... I, I want to just pick pick what I want. I quite like that. The... Um, We've never done it in Paris, but we have done it in Disney World where they bring you skillets of things. Mm. Um, and it's it's very good for <clears> breakfast. <throat> it's just a skillet full of eggs and bacon and sausage and waffles. You pick it off. But if you run out of waffles, you just say, can you bring me more waffles, please? And they bring you a little dish of waffles. And I think that does work, but it depends how well it's portioned out to start yeah. with, I think. I know what you're saying. Mm. On the plus side, buffet restaurants being open again probably has the potential to be open a bit later because mm. of the type of food that it is. Yes. Um, so maybe, just maybe, we'll have some restaurants open beyond four o'clock. I just want a portion of fries at 5pm. Do you know what? I can't remember if it was on one of our, in the comments sections <clears throat> of one of our videos, or if it was someone on Twitter who pointed out French tend to eat at eight o'clock plus. Yeah, but yeah. I mean... They have to mm. have some allowances for guests from around the world. And children. Don't I don't they? believe that French children eat <clears throat> at 8 o'clock. They do eat quite late, yeah. Do they? Oh, yeah. Do they sleep quite late? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, it's not like, I don't want to go, I'm not going there expecting like a full English breakfast or, you know, like everything my way. Mm. But, uh, you know. Don't get a Yorkshire pudding nowhere. I appreciate that, uh, that but um, I don't, they can't expect every every everyone who goes there just to suddenly like, switch on to the French way of yeah. living, you know? I, I think it was staffing, but it was poorly managed staffing. Mm. Anyway, right, I've got a couple of tiny little news items that were not worth their own news bit, but we've still got them. Uh, the screen monitors have returned, you know, next to the little photo spot for um, Monsters, Inc. The screen monitors? There's the screen things and they scream out at you and you pretend to scream into them. Presumably it was a COVID thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Tower of Terror, Tower of Terror pre-show has come back. Mm-hmm. We couldn't ride it last time, which I believe we moaned about at the time. So we didn't know it had gone away. But the Tower mm. of Terror pre-show is back. Mm. Yeah. Social distancing market, uh, markers are removed. The castle is naked. Well, it's, it's got a petticoat on, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> The theme scrim... Kept oh, its socks on. If Natasha's still in the chat, you've only just come back, Natasha, haven't you? How mu- how dressed was the castle when you were there, Natasha? Because the, the Mark's theme, been there as well, haven't you, Mark? The theme scrim has gone, and from the waist down, it is just white scrim, which is unfortunate. That doesn't look good, but it does mean it's on its way out. And with it's that in mind... It's looking hot to the top, though. Um, we've got some reopening dates for closed attractions. The... I don't speak French, so I'm just going to call it Dragon Cave. Opens. Just let the funky music do the talking, talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't get that reference. It's girls allowed. Okay. Um, Dragon Cave, it reopens on the 1st of December, so that gives us a pretty good idea that the rest of the castle, that's the 
the bum of the castle, so the rest of the castle must be done before then. So it's inside the, well, if you want to be graphic about it, um, it's the anal canal. <laughs> I was not going to be graphic about it. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was, gonna, I was going to say that Dragon Cave sounds like what you might call your mother-in-law's mouth. <laughs> not my mother-in-law. She's lovely, but you know, maybe your mother-in-law, which, which, which is my mum. <clears throat> oh dear. Right, so that's opening on the 1st of December. Orbitron is opening on December the 17th. Yeah. Have you been on Orbitron, Chris? You haven't, uh, have you? No, because I've been on, I've only been on, on the um, carpets of Agrabah and, yeah, and, and Dumbo. Dumbo. That, but also, yeah. it was one of the first rides that the boys went on the first time we went. Yeah. Uh, well, Lucas and Laura went on it and I when I took Ollie to the toilet. And their, their um, ship only went up and didn't go down so yeah. this is where Lucas's fear of being stuck at the top yeah. came from so oh, no. he was stuck at the Do top you know that it happens so quickly these fears like one in, one incident yeah. and that's it they're like, like Bonnie will be like I'm not going on that again because of so and so and it's just just one incident I've only been on Orbitron once but uh, it's just it's such a it's such a weenie is it called a weenie? yeah yeah, yeah it's such a weenie and it's good to to know it's back a shiny weenie I was going to say I've I've no interest in going on it. Not that I've not got an interest of going on it. It's just, it's fine. It's another Dumbo, isn't it? It looks like it goes a bit higher, though, does it? Mm, I think like so. it, it feels like it's a lot taller, doesn't it? But it's just, it's so nice to have it moving. Some some kinetic energy yeah. in the middle of Disneyland, uh, Discoveryland, mm-hmm. that we have missed. Mm. Um, but I'm surprised it's coming back so soon. I know that's not really soon, because it was taken away, wasn't it? The whole thing was dismantled, lifted up and gone. I know it's starting to come back now and we're seeing pictures online of the the sticks gone back up and this, but that does feel quite soon, 17th of December. Mm. This one was a surprise to me. The Nautilus won't open until the end of April 2022. What they're doing in the Nautilus? What IP are they putting into the Nautilus? Oh no, Chris, I hadn't even thought what of that. What could they be doing inside? Exactly. Nemo. Now that might just be a um, low season staffing thing, but I don't Atlantis. Know, why would it not be open over <laughs> yeah, Christmas? Yeah, I'd say I'd that. I would. Atlantis would actually yeah. fit in there, but everyone would be like, "Really, <laughs> Atlantis?" <laughs> now, I thought that way about Ratatouille when they, you know, started uh, Ratatouille Land about ten years after the film came mm. out. I was like, "Really, that?" I, do you know, I've said this before. It's they could do an IP of like my li- Chicken Little or Oliver and Company, which I loathe. If the they, wild. If they did it well. In a submarine. If they did a theme park area or land well and there was purpose for it and it was a good ride, I would still like it. This idea that they have to, oh, that's a popular film, so therefore it will be a popular. I don't think the IP matters and I don't mind any IP particularly as long as it's done well within it. There is a big chunk of the wild that's on a boat though. So you could kind of get away with the wild and then you could have clocks on loop as well. And everybody loves a bit of Coldplay. <sighs> that, that, that bummed us out, Chris. Yeah. You, know, you bringing that up again. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, that crashes, the feeling dirty. If anyone didn't know what we're talking about when we reviewed it on the classics, just the, the moment in the wild when clocks comes on, you just go... Oh, I am. I am out. Yeah, I'm already done. out. You were it already. Was, out. You were. Just but confirmed it. Now you just know it. Everything. Now you know you were. It was the gangster crocodiles. If you've not seen the film and you ever wonder whether you'd like to see the film, just Google the wild clocks and watch that little bit, and then yeah, you'll know you don't ever want to see that film. <sighs> Inevitably, with the removal mm. of social distancing, the 
capacity has increased and the reservations have gone back up. So there's a lot of particularly annual pass reservations were sold out for most of November and um, the non-blacked out dates for December and the all appeal to have filled back up again. Now, Does that did, have a knock-on effect with hotels and stuff? Because the, <laughs> the cost of hotels of late... Mm. It's been absolutely ludicrous. It might like, bring them down. Like thinking about the the Marvel Hotel that we booked because we don't because we booked literally the week that they opened. We got a good rate, but if I try and book the same week, ever since that time, it's like nearly fifteen hundred pounds. I've more. looked. Yeah, it's, it's it ridiculous. Is. It is, um, because we did look at it for our August trip, and mm. it just it wasn't close to being an option. We looked at it and laughed. Yeah, we did because we wanted to go for a longer trip as well, and. <clears> you, <throat> So, you know, it's so easy to say, oh, we're talking Florida money, but you were talking yeah, Florida yeah. money, including flights. It was ridiculous. I, I laughed as well when I booked it because uh, I got yeah, such a good you deal. Got, <laughs> you got it for like 60 pence more than you thought. 64 pence, actually. 64 yeah. pence <laughs> 64 upgrade. Pence more. <clears throat> Craziness. So, um, Disneyland Paris are very cagey about what the capacity actually is. They never announced that they're increasing capacity, but we just get these, like you say, hotel prices, um, park reservations, we get these clues that go throughout. But as areas of the park increase, as ride capacity increases, as queue capacity increases, they are able to increase capacity without you feeling the change in capacity. Parades, Does that make come sense? Back, Parades. More shows, all those things. Yeah. yeah. It makes a big difference I mean, that. the amount of people who'd be sat in the Frontierland, it's a thousand seater mm. um, theatre, is a Frontierland theatre. So that's an extra thousand people in the park that you're not aware of because they are somewhere. You've got to put people somewhere. Um, so, yeah. Excellent. Now that's everything I've got on my list and I feel like I've spoken a lot today, guys, because I am the news guy. I, th- news I, think, guy. I think it's just been a very news-heavy show. I mm. mean, we've done nearly an hour already, haven't we? And, we have done an hour, oh no, nearly. About the news. nearly. Yeah, so we, we were late, we weren't late, but we were late. If so. there's any chat that you've got or if there's anything you just want to mention, anything you've seen that you want to talk, I'm going to shut up for a bit. Well, Mark was just saying it's a 35,000 capacity uh, currently rumoured. Uh, Rumoured, though, I don't think Disneyland Paris will tell you. Yeah, that's um, very good statisticians who know what they're talking about are guessing that, I think, because I don't think they'd they'd ever announce anything. Hmm. I was going to bring my medal in because of my run, but I forgot it. I, le- I left it in the other wing. We've got I a medal. Sit here and be all, ooh, I've got a medal, look at me, and I haven't brought it. We've got a medal upstairs that I was going to bring down um, uh, from the cruise, yeah. but uh, there's no point because we're just heads. I, I was very excited. We're just floating heads today. I was very excited about the, about the medal, and I got home and I went in and showed the boys, and they were like, all oh, right, okay. Lucas said, well, everybody who takes part gets a medal. <laughs> yeah. So then I was wearing my medal around the house a little bit later on because, you know, I've, just to make this really clear, I have never had a medal for anything at all in my life ever because I have never been a sporty person. Oh. So it's just not something that has ever, ever come to me. So I was wearing my medal around the house and Lucas and Ollie decided that they felt a bit left out. So they went upstairs to get one of their many medals for their footballing achievements. Mm-hmm. Oh. Came downstairs with their medals and, and Lucas went, look, Daddy, I've brought my trophy as well. Like he was rubbing <laughs> it in. Yeah, you might have a medal, Dad, but you haven't got a trophy. He was decked out like Mr. T. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I got a couple of minutes of feeling good about myself and then I was just brought back down to earth. They run Disney... Medals are, are nice. They're brilliant. And I like, actually like. Is it has it, has it always been? Has it always been like this? Because I see like medals for other events, and they're just mm. amazing. And I'm like, 
Is I want it, that medal. Big, I'll do own? that run if I get that medal. That no, it's, it's not. It's, it's a nice medal. It's, it's like better than the ones that the boys have got. Just, just, mm. just saying. <laughs> just saying you know. I mean, yeah. you told them that as well, didn't you? It's no. better than yours. Lucas got a really good one from school that's, that's from Aldi <clears> for doing something or other. That, but the whole school got this medal at the end of last year, and it's a really nice. It's one mm. of those, like I had medal envy. <laughs> but this is this is a nice medal I've got. But it, I, you know, all being well, September next year. Um, run Disney announced and we can take part in it then we'll get yeah. some nice medals real oh, nice medals. they are they're amazing and they've got moving bits they've got wheels I'll bring them down sometime but when I had five because if you do three races you get your 5k your 10k your 21k and then you get the 31k challenge which is the 10 plus the 21 medal and then you get the 36k challenge so I actually got five medals Ooh. and so I did that thing that the Olympians do where you wear them all but you kind of overlap them so you line them up like that and I was just walking around like <clears> and <throat> thing is there was so many other people in the park who'd done the same we're all passing each other going you know like te- <laughs> Tesla drivers giving themselves a little honk we're going like that and even I was queuing up behind someone in the airport on the way back and they were wearing theirs and I was like hey up hey up and I'm wearing my hand luggage like going like that, so I want mine going through the airport as well. I thought that'll save, you know, any embarrassment when they take the metal detectors off. <laughs> and all the stuff are nice about it. So, but we're going to try and do that next year, aren't I we? I hope so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely would Yay. be nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think right. that's it, isn't it? Anything so. in the chats before we go? Nope. Uh, Clary Alexander says, well done, Chris. Oh, Thanks. yes, yes, Thanks, I was going to say, sorry. I- I'm picking my thumbs up, but I don't have any thumbs. <laughs> That's my modern Leo to think. Um, I do think, by the way, as much as this this overlay is really good, it has caused me and you to mess about quite a lot today. Yeah, there's I some... really try and ignore you. I like I totally <laughs> I like go, I got tunnel vision mm. of thinking I'm not looking at what they're doing. <laughs> it, does, it being just a, a head puts you in a very silly mood. <laughs> it does a little bit, and we're going to record another show with just heads again, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're going to do our Muppet one uh, in much the same way, but yeah. you know what? But a little higher up. Oh, that'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually um, I'm wearing I'm wearing a collared shirt and I've turned my collar inside out so it's <laughs> yeah. a bit more um, neck. Yeah. Right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this up. Why? <laughs> we just get to the good stuff. Thank you all so much for joining us. I presume if you are here live on a Sunday night that you have already subscribed. If you haven't subscribed to us, and you will get notifications when we do go live and when we upload new videos. You know how and it works. Podcasts. Um, I've got another, I've got a Village Nature vlog that's half edited that should be out this week. And we've got some other things coming up, including our review of Muppets um, Haunted Mansion. So, Correct. you can also support us on Patreon because we've just had to buy new green screens and I smashed a bulb. <laughs> we spend all the money we get on Patreon on hardware. <laughs> on the bulbs you keep smashing. On, yeah. On hardware for the show, it's not frittered away or wasted. No, even the laughing cow is from my own money. Yeah. (laughs) So if you do want to help us with with the little bits and pieces that we need, we're over there on Patreon. So thank you very much for joining us, for listening or watching tonight. I've been Lucy. These have been the Grim Grinning Ghosts, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.